This is the Wealthy Contractor Podcast, brought to you by G4 Marketing. Interviews with today's top home improvement entrepreneurs about marketing, sales, money, mindset, and lifestyle. Now, here's your host, Brian Kaskavalsian. All right. Welcome to the Wealthy Contractor Podcast. This is Brian Kaskavalsian with G4 Marketing Group. Now, I'm doing something a little bit different here. Um, I'm starting, essentially starting another podcast inside of the Wealthy Contractor Podcast. Now, this one is not going to be as frequent as the main podcast, and you'll know the difference because these podcasts will all be with the title Mindset Over Skillset. And one of the things that I have discovered, if you will, over the years is that business growth is as much about personal growth as it is about the mechanics about of building a business. And so I thought that it would be a good idea to share some resources, some ideas with you that are entirely focused on mindset, that are entirely focused on personal development. Now, I've been a pretty serious student of personal development, God, going all the way back to, I think, 17 or 18 years old, when a good friend of mine's father gave me a copy of the book, Think and Grow Rich. Now, that was... God, more years than I care to admit, but that was over 30 years ago. And I've been a pretty serious student since then. And so, what I wanted to do here was I wanted to offer you some mindset over skill set. A lot of the wealthy contract of the main podcast is really all about skill set. And although I dive into mindset, and ask questions around mindset, um, that's not the focus. And so, I intend the focus of these episodes to be entirely about mindset. So, I I really kind of couldn't think of a better place to start for this first episode of Mindset Over Skillset than a book that I discovered years ago called U Squared. U squared. And it's by a guy named Price Pritchett. And it's a small book. In fact, I'm going to read a lot of stuff out of the book to you and just make a few comments on it. But um, this is a great little book. And I think you can buy them in bulk. I buy them in bulk and and uh, give them away. Um, but you can buy them in bulk for like nine or 10 bucks each. So he starts the book with a true story. And I'm going to read you the story. It's kind of long, but it's entertaining. It's good, and it's got a very good point, and it sets up the rest of the book beautifully. So here we go. I'm sitting in a quiet room at the Millcroft Inn, a peaceful little place hidden back among the pine trees about an hour out of Toronto. It's just past noon, late July, and I'm listening to the desperate sounds of a life-or-death struggle going on a few feet away. There's a small fly burning out the last of its short life's energies in a futile attempt to fly through the glass of the windowpane. The whining wings tell the poignant story of the fly's strategy. Try harder. 
But it's not working. The frenzies, frenzied effort offers no hope for survival. Ironically, the struggle is part of the trap. It is impossible for the fly to try hard enough to succeed at breaking through the glass. Nevertheless, this little insect has staked its life on reaching its goal through raw effort and determination. This fly is doomed. It will die there on the windowsill. Across the room, ten steps away, the door is open. Ten seconds of flying time and this small creature could reach the outside world it seeks. With only a fraction of the effort now being wasted, it could be free of the self-imposed trap. The breakthrough possibility is there. It would be so easy. Why doesn't the fly try another approach? Something dramatically different. How did it get so locked in on the idea that this particular route and determined effort offer the most promise for success? What logic is there in continuing until death to seek a breakthrough with more of the same? No doubt this approach makes sense to the fly. Regrettably, it's an idea that will kill. Trying harder isn't necessarily the solution to achieving more. It may not offer any real promise for getting what you want out of life. Sometimes, in fact, it's a big part of the problem. If you stake your hopes for a breakthrough on trying harder than ever, you may kill your chances of success. And so, what's great about this story is that basically, you know, he's talking about trying harder is not the solution. Now, I don't know about you, but there have been many times in my life that I just thought, I'll try harder. And usually, the trying harder does not work. And so, what he's calling for here is something different. So, the first part of the book, it starts with the promise. Right now, in this moment, you are capable of exponential improvement in your performance. You can multiply your personal effectiveness. <laughs> your personal effectiveness, hit new highs, and shatter your old achievement records. The results you can have will be hard for you to imagine. You can become U squared. You don't have to settle for things as they are now. That can change dramatically. If you're ready, life is prepared to give you a breakthrough experience. You can jump to a higher orbit of achievement, live the dream, enjoy a completely different plane of existence. So, given that this is being released at the end of one year and at the beginning of another year, many of us are thinking about next year and what our goals are. How much money do we want to make? How much do we want to sell? Um, where do we want to be? And what's great about this book is that it basically lays out the premise that we are capable of exponential improvement. So, I say to you, you are capable of exponential improvement. Now, he lays out here kind of a formula. And what he calls it is making a quantum leap. So, U squared. And what I'm doing here is I'm just picking out, I basically went through the book, and I'm just picking out parts and pieces to talk to you about that I think are powerful. It's not a it's not a 
replacement for reading the entire book. In fact, I've probably read and listened to this book dozens of times, all right? It's that impactful and it's that good. So, U squared. Most people operate with a mindset that, that assumes success comes one step at a time. U squared implies an explosive jump in your personal performance that puts you far beyond the next logical step. It's a formula for stunning advances in achievement and the realization of your dreams. The concept is one of exponential gains rather than incremental progress. You might compare it to multiplying instead of adding. It means a geometric progression in your effectiveness. So, how you apply this, and, and, and I'll, I'll just give you some of my observations and my, and my own personal experiences. Most people think in terms of incremental gains, meaning I'll do this first, I'll get a result, and then I'll move on and I'll do the next thing. Exponential gains come from a couple of things. One is doing many things simultaneously, but it's also about using leverage. How do you use leverage, more and more leverage? And we get leverage in a home improvement business, in any business, but we're talking to contractors, uh, most of you, through our people, through our process, and through our profitability. And so, those are the areas to look for how we can make quantum leaps, how we can have exponential gains rather than incremental progress. To give you an example, let's say that you are the chief salesperson for your company. Well, there's only so much you can do in terms of sales, you know, whether that's a million or a couple million or whatever it is. And what we've also found is that being a full-time salesperson does not allow you to be a full-time business owner. It's like one or the other. You can't have two full-time jobs. It just doesn't work. So, by now taking yourself out of the sales role, slowly, (laughs) with a plan, with a system, and replacing yourself with now two, three, four, a hundred salespeople, you get exponential improvement to your results. So, instead of selling a million or two million dollars a year, now you can hire salespeople, teach them how to sell $750,000 to $2 million a year, and let them go out and do the selling. So now you'll have four or five out there, and now you've just gone from a million or $2 million business to a six, seven, ten, twenty, fifty million dollar business. Next. Change your personal rules for success. If you want to accelerate your rate of achievement rapidly, you must search out and vigorously employ new behaviors, new attitudes. You must be willing to break out of your routines in order to make the quantum leap. If you continue to rely on the old routines, maybe even leaning on them most when your performance flattens out or sags, you create a trap for yourself. 
So one of the things that I say to people that I had a conversation with somebody yesterday is that if you want to grow, don't keep doing what you're doing. Don't keep trying to figure it out on your own. Go find somebody else that's already done it and have them help you. This is just one example of what you can do. See, a lot of us have this rule, this personal rule, as he calls it, of, well, I'm going to do it all myself. I don't need anybody else. I don't have anybody else. It's me. I had a big chip on my shoulder. I had a big chip on my shoulder when I was in my 20s and I first started in business. I wanted to do it on my own. I wanted to be my own man. I wanted to be a self-made man. My parents didn't have money. My parents couldn't help me. I had friends whose parents were giving them cars and businesses. and I wanted to be my own man. Well, guess what? I tell my kids today. I tell them, get all the flipping help you can get. Get all the help you can get. Because that's prideful. And that held me back. Instead of trying to figure it all out on my own, what I should have been doing was trying to go and find other people that have already done it and listen to them, ask them for advice and said, okay, how do I do this? And I would have accelerated my success. This is one of my favorites. Quit trying harder. Sooner or later, you're going to reach the point where you can't try any harder. It may be that your spirit flags or that your physical and mental resources are stretched to the limit. And often, well before you come to that set of circumstances, you reach the point of diminishing, diminishing return. Trying harder and harder starts producing less and less. Sometimes, in fact, intensifying your efforts produces nothing except bigger problems. So does this sound familiar? Trying harder and harder only produces, in most cases, exhaustion. You come to a point where you just can't do anymore. I see this all the time. I see this all the time in companies and business owners that are out there doing everything in their business. Builder Prime is changing the game for home improvement contractors. Imagine having everything you need to help your business grow in one place. CRM, estimating marketing automation with SMS, production management software, and now call center dialer integration, all wrapped into one easy-to-use package. And it's never been easier to switch CRMs. Hundreds of contractors trust Builder Prime to grow their businesses with powerful reporting tools to see which leads are making money, which sales reps are the top performers, and where to optimize for the greatest impact. We're talking about winning more jobs, boosting productivity, and delighting your customers. Are you ready to fuel your business growth even faster without all the daily frustrations of your current tech stack? You owe it to yourself, your team, and your business to learn why everyone is switching over to Builder Prime, the only true does-it-all CRM for home improvement contractors. Head over to BuilderPrime.com and request a personalized demo with an expert today. The business swirls entirely around them. And if they're not there, everything falls apart. Well, you can only keep that up for so long before you're physically and mentally exhausted. He goes on to say, but ordinarily you will find that trying harder produces only incremental gains, not quantum leaps. This is true, by the way. Also keep in mind that trying harder 
even a lot harder, sometimes offers little more than a straight path to burnout. Attempting to succeed through more of the same, same, being resolute and relying on committed effort can blind you to better pathways. If you want to make a quantum leap, quit thinking about trying harder. More effort isn't the answer. Ignore conventional approaches. Get ruthless about trying something different. Ordinarily, we achieve conventional growth because we think along conventional lines. We experience reasonable performance gains because we rely on reasonable approaches. We find ways to make modest improvements in our level of success because we go looking for nothing more. Quantum leaps require you to abandon the status quo. Instead of once again trying what you have always done, maybe with even more intensity and determination, ignore the usual. U squared requires an abrupt change in behavior. So look at what you've done this year and what you plan on doing next year. And if you're not thrilled with the results or you didn't get exactly where you wanted to go, but your plan for 2019 is just to do more of the same, it's not going to work. A quantum leap or U squared requires an abrupt change in behavior. These are his words. The tendency when you stall out or begin to level off in your performance is to go back to the basics and do what you do best. But doing what you do best can be the worst thing you could do. It really doesn't matter how well you can do something if it's the wrong thing to do. So I'm going to stick with the example of sales. So if you're the salesperson in your company, the main salesperson in your company, and you're also the owner of the company, if you want to grow a business to multi-million dollars, to... um, a profitability that funds your ideal lifestyle and, and, and creating a business that doesn't require you to be there 40, 50 hours a week, that's the wrong thing to do. Faith in the familiar sets the trap and you spring it when you reinvest yourself in what logically seems like it should work because it usually worked in the past, right? So, I did this in the past. I had to go out. I have to go out and sell. Otherwise, you know, nobody else can do it. My company's going to fall apart. I've tried to hire salespeople, but I always end up going back out. Doesn't work if you want a quantum leap. Think beyond what common sense would allow. It's time to start focusing on possibilities rather than on limits or obstacles. Making a quantum leap means moving outside your mental boundaries. If you will rethink how you are thinking, you can multiply your performance potential. You must let your desires guide you instead of allowing yourself to be boxed in by previous constraints. So what's really cool about that, what he's saying there, is that he's basically saying decide on what you want. Go after that. Not what you think is possible. Oh, this year we did this and, you know, we did $100,000 in profit this year. And, you know, it's not my ideal, but hey, I'm doing okay. And next year I'm going to go, no, what do you really want? How much do you really want to make? What kind of house do you really want to live in? 
What kind of vacations do you really want to take? What kind of car or truck do you really want to drive? Don't get the idea. Now, here, there's a warning. Now, don't get the idea that absolutely anything you can think of is possible. It isn't. But in some areas of your life, what lies within your reach is enough to stagger the mind. You can double your your level of success, triple it, far beyond that. You can leverage up your performance to the second or third or fourth power or beyond. True, there are limits, but you don't need to worry about them. Your real limits are far beyond your artificial mental boundaries. The real limits won't box you in, but the false ones you're carrying around in your mind are a self-imposed prison. Now, we all do that to ourselves, by the way. Think about it. Think about the ways that you have put yourself in self-imposed prison. So, how do you break out of that jail? Through surrender. You have to forfeit some of your old beliefs, and sacrifice some of those sensible thinking patterns. Sensible is in quotes, by the way. So-called common sense can be a curse that puts a ceiling on how far you reach or how high you fly. Suspend disbelief. If you want to be skeptical of some ideas that truly deserve to be called into question, challenge the thoughts and beliefs that have argued against your taking a quantum leap. Put those old inhibiting ideas to the test by going for it with everything you've got. For right now, just suspend disbelief. You don't have to be convinced that you can succeed in making a quantum leap, but don't keep on believing those old ideas you've been carrying around about your personal limits. If it will make it easier, hold off for for a while on believing anything. Just act like you have complete faith. Merely do what you do if you knew you were going to succeed. Behave like you have that total conviction. Doubt is what does the most damage. So don't give it any mental space. Proceed boldly, as if it is completely inconceivable that you will experience anything other than a successful quantum leap. Now, one thing, the one kind of warning I'll give you here, and I, I fell kind of fell into this, is that I had this these big dreams. This is when I was in my 30s, and I had a pretty successful company, and we started to franchise it. And man, I I wanted to kill it. I mean, I just I went for it. I swung for the fences. It says here, just act like you have complete faith. Merely do what you do if you knew you were going to succeed. One of the things you don't want to do there <laughs> is, it, is you don't necessarily want to go out and start pouring a bunch of money into stuff that you don't understand. It's like investing in stocks when you don't understand the companies that you're buying, right? How many people have bought tech stocks where they don't understand the technology but everybody else is buying it, so let's go in and do it. You got to have a good plan, and this is where the you know you have to throw out the common sense. And you you know going back a little bit, a couple of chapters in the book, where it's like you have to think differently. Go find people that have done it before and follow their advice. Make sure now verify that it's been done. Ask to look at financials. If your focus is on growth and profitability, make sure the person you're taking advice from is actually profitable. 
This doesn't mean, oh, I, um, I, I know that if I don't, that if I cannot fail, that if I'm going to succeed, that I'm going to be on a yacht with a staff and I'm just going to sit there and my business is going to run. And then you go and you buy the, the yacht and you sit there and wait and hope that everything turns around you, right? That's an extreme example, but that's not what you want to do. That's not what he's saying to do here. The other thing, too, is doubt is what does the most damage, so don't give it any mental space. Here's a way to help you if this helps, I mean, I'm, and I'm giving you the same advice over and over again, but here's one of the ways to get rid of doubt. Go find somebody that's done it, learn from them, ask them step-by-step step here, how, how do I do this? Here's where I am, here's where I want to go. And they give you the roadmap and learn and go and implement. And that'll help you eliminate doubt. Focus on ends rather than means. You don't have to know how you're going to get there, but you need to know where you want to go. It's crucial to have a crystal clear picture of what you want to accomplish. Operate with a sharply defined mental image of the outcome you seek. Rivet your attention on that spot where you are to land at the end of your quantum leap. Visualize your arrival. When you do that, it's like you magnetize yourself to the ways and means involved in the methodology for getting there. The solutions begin to appear. Answers come to you. If you start worrying about everything that will be involved in getting from here to there, you're bound to bog down in the questions about methodology. People always get hung up on the how-to aspects regarding a quantum leap. This was me. I always would ask, how? How how are we going to do it? No. Determine the end. Determine where you want to get, and then you take the first step. The answers will come to you. He says, and when they do, you probably will find them to be simple, streamlined solutions. If you get too concerned with the step-by-step plan of action to be followed, you'll find yourself brooding over the potential problems and roadblocks that could be encountered. For now, all you need is an aiming point and action. A quantum leap, by definition, means moving into uncharted territory with no guide to follow. You personally draw the map as you go. Look at it this way. You're not supposed to be concerned about what happens in the middle of a jump. You're supposed to be thinking about where you're going to land. So many people don't know where they want to land. Be crystal clear about where you're going, about what you want to accomplish, and then take that first step. And the next steps will open up. Rely on the unseen forces. Improving your performance by an order of magnitude, U squared, can sound unrealistic if you think of it as something you have to do all by yourself, but you don't. Forget the idea that you should be able to see, tangibly and in full view, all the resources necessary to leverage your performance so dramatically. There are resources you can access that cannot be seen, and they are far greater and more powerful than the resources you might readily observe. Absence of evidence is not evidence of their absence. Think of an iceberg where you see only the tip of what's really there. Just as real, though out of sight, are invisible resources ready to make a profound difference in what you can achieve. All you have to do is open up and let them in. Now, this sounds like a little out there, but it's absolutely true. Every successful person you talk to will refer to 
the unseen force. Now, some people will call this luck. Some people will call it God. Some people will call it the universe. Some people, you know, people have different names for this. Regardless of what it is, the unseen forces exist. You do not achieve your dreams, your full potential through your own singular struggle. As mentioned earlier, neither raw effort nor sheer willpower is the answer. Trying as hard as you can will fall short of taking you as far as you are capable of going. You must take advantage of the support systems you can't see. Trust in the power of pursuit. You've dreamed many dreams that were yours for the taking. In fact, almost all of them were well within your reach. Even now, most of what you dream can be yours. The simple secret is the seeking. Pursuit. Dreams begin to crystallize into reality when they are pursued. The world behaves differently when you actually take action to go after what you want. What you wish could be starts becoming. The dream moves in your direction, begins to come to you as you reach for it. One of the things that I learned years ago is that if you have a desire in your heart, it's called the law of polarity. So, if you have the desire to drive a Ferrari, the means for the achievement are there. They're around you. Otherwise, you couldn't come up with the desire. Now, most of us don't see that because we're not in tune with it, because we're so busy doing, 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 trying harder, trying harder. That's why he says one of the keys here is surrender, right? Surrender so you could see what's all around you. Wishing, longing, wanting, desiring, these are not the same as pursuing a dream. Remember that take the step, know what you want, but take the step. These are mental states and can play an important role in the process of becoming you squared, but they are essentially passive. Pursuit, on the other hand, is active. Reaching for your dream is behaving, moving, and it shortens the distance between you and your desired objective. You must move on the dream. This means you must leave the cover, the safety that goes with merely wishing for something. You must place your trust in action. I love that. Seek failure. Quantum leaps demand a willingness to make mistakes. You must realize that if you're experiencing no difficulties, no problems, or pain, you probably have aimed too low. You've leveled off in your growth and achievement. You probably are far from reaching your limits. So often in life, it seems things first get worse on the way toward getting better. Be prepared for that sort of development. Problems begin in the process. They are part of the equation that produces you squared. They are not proof that your ambitions are futile or that you should give up. So we're in the middle, just as I'm recording this, we're in the middle of really growing. We've brought on some key people. Our overhead has gone way up and our net cash flow is not going to be as strong as it's been most of the year, all year, right? This is going to be like the first month where we didn't have a huge net positive. And that's, you know, it's a little scary. But we know and we're confident that we're moving forward. 
And we're going to make a few mistakes, and we've made a few mistakes on the way, but we're going to learn from them. Get uncomfortable. Quantum leaps jerk you out of your comfort zone. A quantum leap is an act of faith, exhilarating and possibly scary at the same time. Just the example I just gave you. You have to give up a large degree of security and safety, plow through greater amounts of ambiguity and confusion and uncertainty, wrestle with a totally new set of problems, invite failure, and possibly contend with criticism from other people who have been a part of your support group in the past. That's all happening to me right now, which is funny. But it's because we're moving out of our comfort zone. We're going for that next level of success. And this is the same thing that'll happen for you. By the way, incidentally, money-wise, and you know that I talk a lot about this in the main podcast, and that is the reason why I can be confident and the reason why we can make these investments is because our business is profitable. I don't recommend, I recommend fixing profitability first before you start making big moves. That was one of my issues, by the way, in, my, in, in one of my home improvement businesses was we didn't fix the profit model before going for this incredible growth that we had over four years. The first thing I should have done was I should have fixed the profit model. So everything was funded through profit. Instead, most everything was funded through debt. And that's not the place that you want to be. Definitely don't want to be there. So the last piece here is make your move before you're ready. Don't bog down in getting prepared for this. Whatever whatever else you need will come as you go. A person could make a career out of laying the groundwork to do something really big. Please understand you don't prepare for a quantum leap. You make it. And then fine-tune your approach. You go for it, instead of forever getting ready so you will be sure to get it right. Zero defects is a hostile concept in the pursuit of U squared. Getting ready is, quite frankly, a stalling tactic, an act of anxiety, a con game you're working on yourself. You are already positioned to escape to a higher plane of performance. If you wait until you can get it perfect, you will never get it at all. The time to start is now. U squared can only occur in the present. Great little book. Great little book. And I hope that it's given you a little bit of inspiration as we now end one year and we go into another year. Um, My hope is that you get what you want, whatever that is. You know, we talk about wealth. Well, wealth means different things to different people. And what our hope here and our goal here with the wealthy contractor and everything that we do around the wealthy contractor is to help you achieve the level of wealth that you want. Now, wealth also is not only about money. Wealth is also about time how you spend your time, who you spend your time with. Look, I don't care how much money you have. If your time is spent in misery, all that money doesn't mean anything, right? 
Another piece of it is relationships. Wealth also comes from the relationships that you form, professional relationships, personal relationships. And then it also comes from you being able to do what your true purpose is or what your what you love to do. You know, I have clients that give back. I have clients that are very active in their churches. I have clients that go on mission trips. Um, it's whatever is important for you. That's what wealth is all about. So, I hope 2018 was great for you. 2019 is going to be awesome. Seek out help. Don't go out this alone. You don't need to do it all by yourself. Think bigger. Educate yourself. Really devote yourself to personal development, not just business development, but personal development. It will take you so far. And if there's anything that we can do to help, just reach out. Go to www.thewealthycontractor.com and reach out. And we'll do anything that we can to help you get to where you want to go. So this is Brian Kaskavalsian with G4 Marketing Group, and this is The Wealthy Contractor Podcast. All right, so that's it for today's episode of The Wealthy Contractor Podcast. Let me ask you, did it help you look at your business in a new way? Did it spark an idea or ideas you hadn't thought of before? Do you have a list of action items that you can take and implement into your business or your life today? I really hope so. Now, before you go, make sure you subscribe to the Wealthy Contractor Podcast so you get access to the latest episodes as soon as they're available. We're always striving to provide you with great content so you don't want to miss what's coming up. And a favor. I'd really appreciate it if you'd go to iTunes and post a review of this podcast. Let us know how we're doing. And finally, we started the Wealthy Contractor as a resource to help you, the home improvement entrepreneur, regardless of where you are on the wealthy scale, get where you want to go. We want to provide you with the motivation, the confidence, the resources, and the tools so you too can live the life of the wealthy contractor. Now, the wealthy contractor is a place where it's okay for you to want it all. In fact, it's not only okay, it's encouraged. So until next time, this is Brian Kaskovalsian with G4 Marketing Group.